Welcome to Psych Bite. I'm Catherine from Vox's Psychology, and the topic we're covering today is resilience. So, why is resilience important then? Basically, it enables us to develop mechanisms to protect us against experiences that otherwise could be overwhelming. It helps us to have a sense of balance in our lives, a buffer and a buoyancy, even in the midst of the ups and downs and stresses of everyday life and even for more serious events in life. And it can also protect us from developing more serious mental health conditions. More specifically, some of the benefits from resilience are It's been shown to improve learning and academic achievement, to lower our mortality rate and to improve our physical health. It also leads to less absenteeism at work and greater immune functioning. And it means that we're less prone to use risk-taking behaviours such as excessive drinking, smoking or using drugs. And it also means that we are more able to connect in and engage in community and family activities. So what are some ways of increasing your resilience? The first foundational aspect would be to focus on your physical health and well-being. So this would be making sure you develop good sleeping habits and that you eat healthy, nutritious food and that you're physically active on a daily basis. Essentially, it's about committing to each of these on a daily basis. Another aspect would then be to become aware of when you're feeling stressed or pressured and at that time, take the time to do something that helps you to regulate your emotions. For example, doing some deep belly breathing to help you bring your attention to the present moment or any other mindfulness practice that you may have or noticing what is within your control and letting go of focusing on things which are outside of your control. Also starting to become aware of your thinking styles and where some of these may be unhelpful. And again, that's where mindfulness and relaxation techniques can help. There are various apps that you can use to help in that respect. And also there are activities that you may simply enjoy that you can bring into your day. For example, playing music or cooking or going for a swim. Wherever you can, try and bring those activities to help you relax and refocus and centre yourself in a nurturing way. The other side of the equation is be less hard on yourself when things go wrong. So start to cultivate that growth mindset, as Carol Dweck explained, and see the potential learnings and opportunities in any challenges and setbacks. And also to let go and be kinder to yourself if you do make mistakes or if things don't go to plan, recognising that that's part of the human condition and that that's how we grow and develop as individuals. So treating yourself with kindness is really important in this context. And that's where self-compassion meditations or exercises can be really helpful. The other thing is to look at your whole life and look at aspects outside of work and family and to make sure that you pursue and set goals for yourself outside of any one area. And so you're incorporating activities that are nurturing to you. 
One part of that is to look for opportunities to make a contribution and to be empathic to those around you because that's also known to have a positive effect on your own well-being and resilience. Investing your time in relationships and in social engagements where you feel supported is also really helpful. The corollary of this is to put boundaries around relationships where people are draining to you or are negative around you. So become really aware of which relationships are supportive and spend more time and effort investing in those kinds of relationships. And finally, the last thing on the list is to practice gratitude. That has been shown time and time again to really help people develop a sense of well-being and resilience. And it could be as simple as each day just reflecting on what are one or two things that you've appreciated or been grateful for. 